1: Old Radio, Old Radio, Old Radio, Old Radio, Old Radio, Comedy
2: Podcast!
1: Welcome to Episode 94 of Season 3 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Walter Tetley was famous for his voice work, both in radio and in cartoon voiceovers. Born in 1915, Tetley's voice never matured beyond that of a 10-year-old boy. Due to this, he had a prolific career in voicing young boys and high-pitched cartoon characters well into his 50s. The reason for his voice never changing has never been established, but it has been suggested that he may have had Kalman syndrome. In any event, he first starred as the voice of Felix the Cat in 1936 in three Rainbow Parade cartoon shorts. He then started a prolific career in radio, appearing as a regular on such programs as Fred Allen's Town Hall Tonight, The Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, The Mickey Mouse Theater of the Air, Fibber McGee and Molly, The Anderson Family, and many others. One of his most famous characters was that of Leroy on The Great Gildersleeve. He played the orphan nephew of Throckmorton Gildersleeve who moves to Summerfield from his former town of Wistful Vista to raise Leroy and his sister Marjorie. Tetler died in 1975 from injuries that he sustained in a motorcycle accident. He was aged 60. Now sit back and enjoy the November 16th and December 28th 1941 broadcasts of The Great Gildersleeve, starring Walter Tetley.
3: That presents The Great Gildersleeve. <laughs> yeah. Each week at this time, from Hollywood, California, Kraft presents Harold Perry as the Great Gildersleeve, written by Leonard L. Levinson. We'll hear from the Great Gildersleeve in just a moment. But first, remember the saying, an army marches on its stomach. Well, nowadays, battles are won not by armies alone, but by entire populations. For total defense, we all must have plenty of the right kind of food. That means wholesome, nourishing food, food that produces the energy we use up in hard work and play. That's why parquet margarine, the quality margarine made by Kraft, should be an important item on your shopping list. Because parquet margarine is an economical source of important food elements we all need. Parquet margarine not only has delicious flavor that makes it a favorite for table use, baking, and pan frying, parquet margarine is a highly nutritious food one of the best energy foods you can serve. What's more, every pound of parquet contains 9,000 units of important vitamin A. So why not give your family the benefits of this wholesome, nourishing food and start serving them parquet margarine now. They'll like its flavor. You'll know it's good for them. So tomorrow, ask your dealer for parquet. P-A-R-K-A-Y. And now let's visit our friend, the great Gildersleeve.
0: Well, my goodness, Bertie, the ashtrays are all empty for once. Uh, What is this, some special occasion?
4: For me, it is, Mr. Gildersleeve. I'd like to have the evening off.
0: Oh, is this your night to leave early?
4: No, sir, but I'd sort of like to get in advance on next week's night off.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Any reason why not, Marjorie?
4: Oh, not at all. Go ahead, Bertie Thanks I wouldn't ask Only we've got Spectacular things Tonight down at our lodge That's the mysterious And bewildering Orders of the daughters Of Cleopatra
2: Yeah,
5: (laughs) Yeah, our Bertie's The head sphinx
4: (laughs) Not no more, Leroy I's now the exhausted Ruler of the pyramid
0: (laughs) I've been promoted Uh, Yeah, I see (laughs) Does that make you The uh, head man?
4: No, sir I was practically a stowaway on the royal barge of the ancient Nile, yes. and ahead of me comes the major domus of the outer chamber of the inner sanctum. Yes. Yes. Then the, the 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 chief searcher in the bulrushes for the daughters of Pharaoh, oh, yes. and above her comes the royal rejector of delinquent daughters.
0: Well, uh, isn't there a queen,
6: Bertie?
4: Uh, Mister Gilsleeve in our organization. Every gal's a queen.
0: Oh, my pardon. Uh,
4: <laughs>
7: Oh, what are you holding tonight, Bertie? An initiation?
4: No, ma'am. It's the red, white, and blue fish fry in order of, uh, you know, to honor a group of our visiting soldier boys. Oh, yeah. The daughters of Cleopatra is all 100% American.
0: Well, that's a fine thing, Bertie, entertaining your uh, soldier friends.
4: Yes, sir. We've even hired a military jitterbug band. Mm. The brown-skinned, boogie-woogie bugle
2: boys. (laughs) Well,
0: (laughs) go right ahead, and if you want to take anything from the pantry for the fish fry, help yourself, Bertie. Yes. Yeah, you may want to broil a couple of cans of sardines.
5: <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you very much, Mr. Gilson. Yeah, that's
0: all right. <laughs> yeah. Say,
5: Unc, you know something?
0: Leroy, I wish you wouldn't keep using that expression. Of course I know something. But what is it?
5: <laughs> well, well, I was reading in the paper where there's going to be about a thousand soldiers in Summerfield over Thanksgiving. Yes? Well, so let me see.
0: Yeah, here it is. Well, the city will play host to 32nd Regiment Thursday. USO urges all citizens to invite army men to dinner.
5: That's what I mean. Can we have a soldier for our Thanksgiving dinner, Uncle Mort?
0: (laughs) Leroy, you sound like a cannibal.
7: Leroy, you mean can we invite a soldier to come to dinner?
0: Yes, and I think it's a splendid idea.
5: Oh, then we're going to have one? Why,
0: of course. When I think of all those boys, many of them so far away from home, it takes me back to the lonesome Thanksgiving I spent in an army hospital back in
5: 1918. Gee, Uncle, I never knew you were wounded.
0: Well, it's, it's something I never talk about.
5: Well, what happened to you, Uncle Moore?
0: I was kicked by a mule.
5: Where were you kicked, Uncle?
0: In the customary place.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, that mule kicked me so high they gave me a pilot's license. <laughs> No, I spent three weeks in bed, flat on my stomach. In those days, I had a flat stomach. But remember, kiddies, never mention a word of this to anybody. It's still a painful subject. Even now, I twitch when I pass a mule.
2: Gee,
5: Uncle Mort, where did this happen in France?
0: Uh, no, Leroy, in Missouri. I was buying mules for the army, Sort of talent scout for jackasses. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway, I... I got 9,000 of them before one of them got me.
5: Say, I never knew you knew anything about mules.
0: Oh, yes, Leroy. I had quite an asinine education. (laughs) Yeah, but that was a long time ago. Let's forget it, children.
7: Yes. Does that paper say how we go about inviting a soldier for dinner?
0: Uh, inviting? Let me see. Oh, yes, here it is. Uh... Patriotic families who wish to share their Thanksgiving dinner with members of the army are requested to be at Bacon Square opposite the City Hall before noon Thursday to pick up their dinner guests. The army men will be uh, bivouacked at the square.
5: What's bivouacked, uncle?
0: Uh, a, wha- a bivouac is a place where barking dogs are cooled off in pup tents.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: I got to remember that. <laughs> also that word. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Very simple. Huh? Just one more for dinner, sir.
2: Yeah.
0: You
7: can drive down in the morning and pick up one of the boys, Uncle. Gee,
5: that's going to be keen. Yeah,
0: uh, we better ask Bertie if it's all right with her first, though. Uh, oh, Bertie! Yes, it's all right, me. You... <laughs> uh, that woman's wasting her time as a cook. She'd get a job as an airplane detector.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Say, I have a better idea. Let's have a real celebration. We'll get a couple of extra turkeys... And invite eight or ten boys. Eight
0: or ten? Won't that be too much trouble, Marjorie? Oh,
7: no. I'll ask some of my girlfriends to come over.
0: Uh, Girlfriends? Oh, uh, by all means. (laughs) That'll be jolly uh, for the soldiers, too.
5: (laughs) Oh, gee, Uncle, the whole idea sounded great till you brought in the girls. So we have to have girls? Why not, boys? Yes, what's wrong with them? Jeepers, don't you think those soldiers are doing enough for their country as it is without wasting their day off with a bunch of silly girls?
0: And in conclusion, fellow citizens of Summerfield, let me urge you once more on the eve of Thanksgiving... To open your hearts and your homes tomorrow to the soldiers visiting our fair city. Yep. Quit popping your bubble gum, Leroy. Especially while I'm rehearsing my radio speech.
5: I'm sorry, Uncle. I'm doing totally it unconscious.
0: Yes, I'm sure you are. <laughs> Young man, if you keep playing with your gum that way, someday you're going to have a blowout. And remember, you haven't got a spare face.
7: <laughs> Finish your talk, please,
5: Uncle Moore. Well,
0: I don't need to rehearse it anymore, Marjorie. I know that speech backwards.
5: You do? Let's hear it. I bet it sounds even better backwards.
0: Yep. <laughs> Leroy, you keep that up and you're going to get some applause backwards.
7: You know, I think it's wonderful of you, Uncle Mort, to go on the air tonight and urge everyone to entertain
2: the soldier.
0: Well, people have always told me I should be on the radio. They say I sound just like that fellow who used to be with Pippa McGee and Molly. <laughs> <laughs>
7: I'll be some of the girls now. Oh,
0: wonderful. Hello, girls. Oh, yeah. Cute, aren't they?
7: Well, come I want you to meet Betty Wilkins and uh, Mildred Sherman. Oh, really?
0: Well, well. what lovely <laughs> friends you have, Marjorie. You should invite them here oftener. <laughs> Much oftener.
7: <laughs> oh, thank you,
5: Mr. Gildersleeve. Uh, not
0: at all, my dear. I've always had an eye for redheads. <laughs>
5: But Uncle Mort, last
2: year she was a blonde.
0: I see, she's got a convertible
2: top. (laughs) Oh, Mr.
7: Gildersleeve, all of us girls think you're simply too tremendous starting these soldier parties. Uh, Oh, he ain't so tremendous, it's that suit he's wearing. (laughs) Well, I like him just the way he is, especially that straight military bearing. After all, he was an army man, you know. He was? Mm Mm-hmm bench of the service were you in? Uh, you flew, didn't you?
0: Uh, for a short time.
7: What kind of a plane did you use? A plane?
0: It's uh, an old Jenny. And, and you were wounded too, weren't you? Uh,
7: oh, dear. Whereabouts were you wounded,
5: Major Gilbert? At the front? No, it was in the... That... Leroy. <laughs> I, I was just going to tell him it was in the middle of... Uh, the... Leroy. Leroy. But Uncle, you told me yourself you were wounded right smack in the middle of Missouri.
0: Oh. Yes, that's right. In Jefferson City Mow. <laughs>
7: but even so, you were lucky to have recovered.
0: Yes. Everybody said I had a horseshoe in my hip pocket. I didn't get rid of it either till they operated.
7: Well, what were you doing in the army when you weren't flying, Major?
0: Well, I, I was sort of a recruiting officer. Yes. Brought more than 9,000 uh, recruits into the field artillery alone. Uh, I got a kick out of it, too.
7: I imagine that must have been a lot of fun. A uh,
0: fun? Well, uh, only at the beginning, my dear. I got awfully tired in the end.
5: Hey, say, um, Uncle. Huh? Isn't it time for you to go to the radio station?
0: By George, you're right, Marjorie. Leroy, you want to come along?
5: Well, I'd like to, Uncle. But I got a little surprise of my own for tomorrow. I'm going over
7: to Piggy Banks' house. Oh, oh say, while you're there, Leroy, remind Piggy's sister, Penny, about coming tomorrow.
0: If... You mean that Piggy Banks has a sister named Penny Banks?
7: Yes. Uh-huh. She was named after Aunt Penelope, who lived in Indiana. Auntie is one of uh, the. Don't
0: tell me, Marjorie, I know, one of the banks of the Wabash. <laughs> Look,
5: Piggy. How's about lending me your bugle? Oh, I don't know, me, Paul. What you want with it? I need it for Thanksgiving tomorrow. Oh, you got the wrong
6: instrument. On Thanksgiving, you play with drumsticks. Uh, Now beat it.
5: Oh, for corn's sake. Look, Pig, the reason I wanted it is because we're going to have a lot of soldiers for dinner. So what? We're having our cousin Rockwell. He's a city alderman. Oh, what's a measly old alderman? My uncle used to be a big shot in the Army. A major in the Missouri Mules. What you mean? Oh, that, that's what they called his outfit. Say, he recruited the toughest, meanest, frightenedest outfit that ever come out of Missouri. What kind of outfit was it? Uh, a field artillery. You know, the cannoneers with hairy ears.
6: <laughs> Did they really have hairy
5: ears? Oh, brother. I still can't see that this got anything to
4: do with borrowing my bugle. Gee, you're
5: dumb. I gotta make these soldiers feel at home so they can enjoy the turkey dinner. I'm going to blow a mess call on your bugle. Oh, I get you. That's a keen idea, meatball. Now will you lend it to me? Sure. Well, now there's only one thing I got to do. What's that? I got to learn how to play a bugle. <laughs>
2: Why,
0: those turkeys sure look good, Bertie. You don't happen to have a spare leg, do you?
4: No, sir, but I sure could use one with all the running around I've got to do. <laughs>
0: hey, no, Bertie, I mean a spare turkey leg.
4: No, sir. I ain't going to subdivide none of them birds before the zero hour. Oof. And when I serve them, they're going to be intact. A thing of beauty and a joy for about two minutes.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, how about some stuffing, then?
4: Nobody's gonna do no stuffing no how till everybody does. Yes. And that includes stuffing yourself with stuffed olives, too.
0: Oh, yeah. You talking to me? <laughs>
4: yes, sir. I've hardly got enough olives now to spell out welcome 32nd Regiment into mashed potatoes.
2: Huh? <laughs> you
7: know, people have been coming to the door all morning asking for soldiers for dinner. Just because you went on the radio last
0: night. Yeah, but I told them to go down to Bacon Square. <laughs> Jumping jeeps? What's that?
7: Oh, it sounded like it came from the living room.
0: Well, it can't be anything serious. Then again, maybe it can. I'll find out right away. Leroy! <laughs> what are you doing?
5: i how to blow a mess call, Unc.
0: Was that mess call? It sounded more like a moose call. <laughs>
5: Soldiers you be surprised when they hear me blowing the bugle.
0: Yeah, and won't you, too?
5: Ah, <laughs> oh, gee, give me a little time. All I need is practice. Uh? I heard in school that Grace Moore practices six hours a day.
0: Yeah, a lot of good it does her. I bet she still can't play the bugle.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's a sweet thought, Leroy, even if your music is sour. Oh, there's a doorbell. I'll
2: get it, folks. Yeah? Uh,
7: excuse me, please. Uh, is this the gentleman who was speaking last night by the radio from Soldiers for Thanksgiving? Uh, yes, madam. They'll uh, permit me to introduce myself. Mrs. Sapiro, glad to meet you. Uh,
0: how do you do, Mrs. Sapiro? Glad to meet you. What can I do for you?
7: <laughs> well, I got right now in the oven a nice young kosher Toiki, and I am wanting a soldier who is likewise.
2: You... Uh,
0: I'm sorry, Mrs. Sapiro, but I haven't anything to do with these soldiers officially. You'll find them down at Bacon Square.
5: Please. If the soldier boy I'm looking for is at Bacon
7: Square, then he's not the soldier boy I'm looking for. Yep. Goodbye. <laughs> Lord, huh? you just started downtown yet? You better get going. It's almost 12. Oh, all
0: right. Just as soon as I get my coat and hat. Uh, and Leroy. Uh, Leroy, come on if you're going downtown with me.
2: Okay, I'm here. I come. Uh... Oh,
0: stop that for a little Young man, what are you doing swimming around in my old army uniform?
5: Tim, that's part of the surprise. How do I look?
0: You and the mothballs look fine.
5: Oh, girls, come in here and see Leroy.
0: He <laughs> 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 cute at that. <laughs> look,
7: he's got Uncle's uniform on And it's all pinned up. <laughs> Isn't it cute so, the way the britches almost reach to the floor and back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Major Gildersleeve, why don't you put it
0: on? Oh, well, I'm sorry, girls. But I couldn't get into that uniform if it were three times as big as it is now and I was twice as small as I am which would still be half again as large as the suit would be if it were double the size of what it is now, which it isn't, thank goodness, because if it was, I'd have to wear it, and I can't
2: because it doesn't fit.
0: Leroy, with all those girls coming over to our house this afternoon, I'm going to have to ask for about 12 soldiers instead of eight.
5: Oh, that'll be super, Unc. Say, look at all those tents. Gee, where are all the soldiers?
0: Oh, they must be inside.
5: Say, you don't think they've all been invited out already, do you?
0: Leroy, you get the most fantastic ideas. Uh, Hello, Uh, where is everybody? Uh, How do you knock on a pup tent? There's nobody in here, Uncle. Oh, my goodness, nobody home. Uh, Leroy, get away from that cannon before it goes off and takes you with it. Why did we wait so long? If all these pup tents are empty, I'm certainly going to be in the doghouse.
5: Hey, Uncle Mort, here comes a soldier. Shall we invite
0: him? Uh, Yes, of course. Oh, a soldier. Yeah? Uh, How would you like to come over to my house for dinner now?
3: Oh, I don't know. He... Uh, we're going to have a Hey, one... wait a minute.
0: You leave this boy alone. He's coming home to dinner with me. Yeah, is that so? Don't you try to rustle my recruits? I saw him first. Oh, no, you didn't. I saw him first. You did not. I saw him at least 20 seconds before you did.
8: Mister, I saw this boy 20 years before you did. He's my son. You. Yeah. Come on, boy. Mom's
0: waiting. Yeah, Mom's waiting. Oh my, oh, my goodness. Leroy, if I don't bring back a bevy of boys for that gang of girls, my goose will be cooked instead of my turkeys.
5: Hey, let's look in this big tent. Maybe somebody's here who... Huh? Oh, hello,
0: mister. Hello. Uh, uh, this is the mess tent, Leroy. Hello, Sergeant. Leroy, this is the mess sergeant. Uh, where can I find some of your boarders, Sergeant?
6: Uh, they've deserted me. And after I've been working my fingers to the bone over a hot stove all morning.
2: Oh. You,
6: you mean they've all been invited to homes already? Everybody, including my dishwasher. Oh, Leroy, we're sunk. You're sunk? What about me? Fifty gallons of the finest turkey our King made from a special recipe created by Prudence Penny. Twenty dozen dainty Parker House rolls that couldn't be topped by Parker House himself. And thirty-two mince pies made out of the tenderest part of the mince. Uh.
0: <laughs> well, I, I can sympathize with you, Sergeant, but maybe you can help us. How? Well, it, it just so happens that we've gotten ourselves in something of a mess, Sergeant. Uh, we have three turkeys and almost a dozen beautiful girls at our house. Just waiting to entertain some soldiers.
5: Yeah, you should see the cookies that are waiting for the rookies.
0: You'd have a wonderful time at our house, Sarge. How about taking off that apron and coming with us?
5: I'm sorry,
6: sir, but I'm on duty. Yeah? Like the captain of a ship, everybody else can leave. But I gotta get down with me pot.
5: (laughs) Gee, that's too bad.
6: Come on, Uncle. Uh, Before you go, I got just one slight request I'd like to make. Uh, would you please take a taste of my turkey a la king? Well, I don't think I... Oh, either. come on. Huh? Just one teensy-weensy little taste. Well, just so I didn't labor all morning in vain.
5: Yeah. Here.
0: you conscientious, isn't he, Leroy? Well, thank you. Uh,
5: you have some, son? Thank you, but it is blowing my appetite for dinner. And I've been saving this appetite for a week.
0: How do you like it, mister? Well, I think I'll have a little more. Oh, no, and... no, 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 Uncle
5: Mort. Come on, we got to dig up some soldiers. Yeah,
0: you're right, Leroy. Are you sure you won't come with a Sarge? No, buddy.
5: Duty is duty.
6: And besides, the colonel would be sure to catch me if I sneaked out.
0: Oh, the colonel? I'll bet he's got a few soldiers up his sleeve. Where can I find him? Way over there at the other end of the square.
6: Sitting in his tent.
0: Yes, sir. Well, come on, Leroy. We'll lay our troubles in his lap. <laughs>
2: Yes,
8: yes, I'm Colonel Atterbury. What can I do
0: for you? Uh, Colonel, my name is Gildersleeve. Oh, yes, very unusual name. What can I do for you?
2: Uh, uh, uh,
0: Colonel, uh, Colonel?
2: <laughs> I I
0: have a lovely big home, a wonderful cook, and a dozen of the sweetest girls in Summerfield. What, no boys? Uh, no, that's the trouble. No boys. We get all prepared to entertain 10 or 12 soldiers at dinner today, and when I come down to pick them up, what do I find? No soldiers. Not a single, solitary, rear rank, third assistant, but private. Well, I, I'm sorry. You're... Sorry, he gargles. Hi, George, this is a pretty pickle for our army to get itself caught over a barrel in two.
5: Yeah, and after I've been practicing mess calls all day, too.
0: Yes, the poor little fellow almost blew his brains out. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I'll do, Mr. Gildersleeve. Uh?
2: Gildersleeve. Gildersleeve.
8: so I think I know you from
2: someplace.
8: Yes? Um, Yes, I can't place your face, but your manners are awfully
0: familiar. Yes.
8: Well, never mind. As soon as some of our men return, I'll send them out to your
0: house. That's just the old brush-off. I'm just stubborn enough to stay right here. Stubborn? That's it. I've got it. Mules! That's where I know you from. You were stuck again, Gildersleeve.
8: The officer who bought more bad mules than the whole artillery could shake a stick.
0: Why, you... (laughs) Don't pay the attention to the way he jokes, Leroy. Great kidders, these army men. Well, Colonel, now that you recognize me, I hope you'll trot out some suitable recruits for us to take home. Gildersleeve, I've got just the right detachment for you. Oh, oh. Wonderful. Who are they?
2: Some old friends of yours. What, huh? whole corral
8: full of mules that just love to be your guests. Oh, uh, <laughs> whoa! Come on, Leroy, whoa, let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, what am I laughing at? Donna, wish he would invited me to go to dinner today. <laughs> better run along home now and tell the girls I'll bring back some soldiers if I have to call out the Marines.
5: Okay, Uncle, where are you going now? Uh,
0: I'm going to try the USO headquarters. And if you see any soldiers on the way home, grab them, even if they're wearing Civil War uniforms. <laughs>
5: I'll do my best, Uncle Mort. See you when you get home.
0: Yeah, all right, Leroy. Uh, oh, uh, look who's standing on the corner. Well, hello, Judge Hooker. Hello, Gildersleeve. Uh, what's wrong? You look as though you've lost your last friend. But, of course, I know that happened years ago.
8: Gildersleeve, I'll thank you to keep your nose out of my business
0: I'll be only too glad to Uh, What are you doing hanging around street corners? I'm... Well, it's a long story Huh?
8: I happened to turn on the radio at home last night And there was a fellow urging everyone to invite a soldier to dinner
0: Oh, 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 he did Ah, that speaker
8: There's a man. Uh, The way he told every citizen to do his duty by our new army was stirring and inspirational. It was, eh? Yes. Why, the first thing I did this morning was phone the best restaurant in town and order the most expensive turkey dinner out to my house. Uh, I was going to invite a soldier to share it. That's the effect that speaker had on
0: me. Well, uh, where is your soldier? Well,
8: that's where the trouble comes in. People at the USO headquarters tell me that there would have been plenty of them to go around if this radio speaker hadn't wrecked all their plans by urging everybody in town to come down after a
0: soldier. Oh, my goodness. So that was it. Of all the numbskull notions... Not a word
8: against that man, Gildersleeve. He made a wonderful impression on me.
0: Uh...
8: Clean-cut Vibrant personality One of nature's noblemen, I should judge Wish I could meet him someday Would you really want to? Yes Well, then shake hands Oh, you'd like to meet him, too But gracious, no, I am him What? Yeah. You? Why, you hypocritical hippopotamus What? No No, that's wrong with me I've misjudged
0: you, Gildersleeve Well, I guess I've misjudged you, too, Judge Hooker I never thought you had a heart under that old thick hide of yours. No? No. I just thought your blood circulated because you brought it to a boil so (laughs) often.
8: What are you doing roaming the streets on Thanksgiving afternoon, Gildy?
0: Yeah, same thing as you are, Hooker. Looking for some military men to fight their way through a couple of 20-pound turkeys. Well,
8: suppose we do our hunting together, Gildy, old pal. Why
0: not, old chum? After all, this is Thanksgiving Day, and we should treat each other like human beings for change.
8: Splendid. That goes for me, too. At least for today. Yeah,
0: well, come on, come on, come on. You work this side of the street, and I'll take the other side. All right. Oh, boy, wait a moment. What is it? Look, here comes the young fellow in uniform now. And I saw him first. Yes, that's so. Hey, hey, son, come here, come Uh, here. Stop that, you double-crossing little botfly. Young
8: man, how'd you like a delicious turkey dinner? Huh? Who, me?
0: Yes, he wants you to come up to my house. I don't either, I'm in my house. I've
8: got a great big turkey just for two
0: of us. Uh, we got four turkeys at our house, and we'll give you a whole one for yourself, son. Oh,
8: gee whiz, I couldn't eat that much. And besides, I'm supposed to report to USO headquarters. Look, they're closed for the day, uh, Corporal. Come on out to my house. Oh, but I'm not a corporal.
0: Of course not, Sergeant. Now my car's right over here. So if you'll excuse us, Judge. No, come this way with me, Lieutenant. <laughs> You wouldn't like it at his place, Captain. Oh, now, gentlemen, please.
8: please Let go of me. Hey, you're tearing my uniform.
6: Let go
0: of the major's uniform. (laughs) Uh, Let's trot along. Let's
8: trot along. Okay. If you want to get indigestion. Now, my turkey is... His turkey
0: is as old as he is and just as tough.
8: Hey, I wish somebody would tell me what this is all about. Don't let him confuse you, son. I'll take you to a movie after dinner.
0: A movie? Uh, we're going to have dancing at our house. You'll have 12 beautiful hostesses to dance with. Oh, who wants to dance on a full stomach? You do, don't you, son?
8: Oh, gee, I don't know. I never learned. No
0: time like right after dinner. Come on, that's my car right over there.
8: Of all the low-down, back-biting, double-dyed, unscrupulous louses, I've had enough. Come back here, young man. Who, me? Yes, you. I'm going to start off entertaining you this afternoon by making this fat worm fold up like a road map. Uh, here, hold my coat.
0: I'll be very glad to. No, I won't. Now, see here, Hooker, you point a pinky at me, and I'll beat the daylots out of you and then back in again.
8: Hey, aren't you two fellas a little too old for this sort
2: of thing?
0: If you keep out of this, who invited you to... Say, I invited you.
8: Come on, let's go home. No, you don't, Gildersleeve. I'm going to knock you colder than an Eskimo mother-in-law's
0: kids.
2: Why? You old, all... Oh. <laughs>
0: What's the use of quarreling like this? If you've got your heart set on taking this young man home, Judge, I won't stand in your way.
5: But haven't I anything to say?
0: No. Gildersleeve, do you mean this? Yes, Judge. Go on, get your car. Hurry up now before
8: I change my mind. All right. You just wait right here, soldier. I'll be back in a jiffy, and then we'll have a
6: wonderful dinner. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, Gildy.
0: Yeah. Gee whiz, mister. You got me all confused.
5: Do I have to have dinner with that other gentleman? With well,
0: that old goat? Of course not. Huh? Wait till he turns the corner. All right, come on. Now run like anything. But, but the judge went that way. I know that. My car is this way. Hurry up, boy. Huh?
7: There they are now. Come on, girls. Let's go to the front door. Come on.
2: Bertie, get things ready. Leroy, there's your (laughs) pew. Well, well,
0: well. here we are at last. Uh, Step right in, son, and meet everybody. Mm -hmm. Gee, thanks. Uh, uh, Girls, this is Jerry Arnold, Private Jerry Arnold of the United States Army. Oh, no, sir. Oh, you're not a private? Oh, no, sir. I'm not even in the Army. What?
8: You're not? I know, sir. I'm a Boy Scout. Oh!
3: Great Gildersleeve will be with us again in a few minutes. But right now, whether you celebrate Thanksgiving next Thursday or the week after, there's one thing that's the same everywhere. Yes, that turkey's going to taste mighty good with all its trimmings and fixings. And we all want to remember that we Americans still have plenty to be thankful for. And another thing that's certain... If you make your Thanksgiving cakes and pastries and cookies with parquet margarine, you're going to get plenty of compliments on their downright good taste. You see, the delicious flavor that makes parquet margarine so popular for table use makes it wonderful for baking, too. Yes, as sure as parquet is a delicious spread, it's a genuine flavor shortening, too, not a bland, tasteless fat. Parquet adds flavor to pan-fried foods, too, and it doesn't stick to the pan. So serve parquet margarine at the table... Use it for baking and pan frying, too. Remember, you can use all you want because parquet margarine is economical and good for your family. Yes, parquet margarine is a wholesome, nourishing energy food and a reliable source of vitamin A. So right now, add parquet margarine to your shopping list. Remember, it's parquet, P-A-R-K-A-Y.
0: Sorry, our time's up. Happy Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. Good night.
3: (laughs) Original music heard on this program was composed and conducted by William Randolph. This is Jim Bannon speaking for the Kraft Cheese Company and inviting you to be with us again next week at this same time for the further adventures of the Great Gildersleeve. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Kraft presents The Great
2: Gildersleeve. <laughs> yeah.
3: Each week at this time from Hollywood, California, Kraft presents Harold Perry as The Great Gildersleeve, written by Leonard L. Levinson. We'll hear from the great Gildersleeve in just a moment. But first, let me tell you about a conversation I had the other day. A lady I know asked me, why do you speak of parquet margarine as a modern margarine? Well, here's what I said. Parquet is a modern margarine because it's so different from the margarine of a few years back. You see, parquet margarine is made by Kraft. And Kraft is famous for its fine quality, delicious tasting foods. Yes, delicate appetizing flavor is the big reason why parquet margarine is different. It's grand both for table use and for cooking because it tastes so good. Another reason parquet margarine is different is that it's a reliable economical source of important vitamin A. Summer and winter, every pound of parquet margarine contains 9,000 units of vitamin A. And that's something every mother and housewife should be glad to know. Besides, parquet margarine is wonderfully wholesome and nutritious. Why, it's one of the best energy foods you can serve. But why not find out how deliciously good this modern margarine is yourself? Tomorrow, ask your dealer for parquet. P-A-R-K-A-Y. And now let's visit our friend, the Great Gildersleeve.
7: Good morning, Uncle Mort. Good morning. Oh, is that one of your Christmas shirts you're
2: wearing?
0: Oh uh, no, Marjorie. And that reminds me, next year I hope you're more careful about giving my sizes to Aunt Sylvia. She sent me a 13 shirt and a pair of 17 and a half socks.
2: Oh.
7: <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Huh? But you know Aunt Sylvia? Yes. Why, she still thinks I'm a baby. Yeah? She sent me a pound of gumdrops and a Mickey Mouse wristwatch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bertie, are you busy? Uh, no, Miss Marge. What can I do? See if you can sweep up some of the pine needles under the tree. <gasps> it's shedding like a $19 fur coat. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's
4: the kind of coat I got from a gentleman of Queens last Christmas. Oh,
0: well, that's too bad, Bertie.
4: Oh, I don't mind so much. The friendship only lasted until the 4th of July, but the bunny coat didn't start to give out until long by Labor Day. <laughs>
0: Well, I hope you have better luck with your uh, current boyfriend.
4: Oh, yes, Mr. Gillsleeve. Kurt is right. That boy's a real live wire. <laughs> he has treated me to a course in ten lessons in rumba dancing. Oh, Bertie, are you going to learn to rumba? Oh, yes, ma'am. I've been rumbling for years, Miss March. <laughs> I'm just going to improve my technique.
2: Yes.
4: Professor Guadalupe, that's my rumba teacher's name, Stonewall Jackson Guadalupe, He says I'll be a fine lumber dancer Just as soon as I learn to put about twice as much energy Into half as much work
0: Yeah I can see what he means Uh, What else did you get for Christmas, Bertie Besides this uh, course in the Cuban can-can
4: Besides which?
0: In addition to your rumba coaching.
4: Oh. Well, I received a bottle of the loveliest smelling lavender cologne. Yes. And a box of the loveliest looking lavender face powder. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, indeed. I- I'm at my stunningness in lavender.
2: Yes.
4: <laughs> Did they match that perfume you had? <laughs> the last time you saw a Harlem? Yeah. Uh, no, ma'am. <laughs> this is a new kind called Chattanooga Woo Woo.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: oh, God. Or Tuxedo Unction.
2: Yeah, Tuxedo <laughs> Unction. Yeah.
4: Well, I guess I better get up these pine leaves with
5: your back. Yeah. You know I just came from Piggy Banks' house, and you know what? No, what? He just gave me a... That is, he wants to give me a, a swell Christmas present.
0: Uh, but, Leroy, Piggy gave you a pair of roller skates for
5: Christmas. Well, he feels it wasn't enough, so he wants to give me a swell puppy, and boy, is it a cute one.
0: Uh, well, if it's so cute and swell, Leroy, why is he giving him away?
5: Because Piggy's father won't let him keep it.
0: He won't? What's the matter with it?
5: Oh, nothing's wrong with him. It's Piggy's father. He's got allergics.
0: Yes. Allergic. Sam,
5: it's all right for me to have him, isn't it?
0: Well, I don't know. Is it a very uh, big dog?
5: Oh, tiny? Hey, he's just the right size for this house.
0: Oh, a uh, two-story dog. <laughs> what
5: kind is he, Leroy? Oh, brown with white spots. What do you say, Uncle Moore? No, I mean, what kind of a dog? A boy dog. A boy. How about a dog? <laughs>
0: well, I've always thought that a dog is a wonderful companion for a young man of your age, Leroy. Hmm? Gee, so do I. Yeah. oh here comes more work for me. <laughs> no, Bertie, this dog is going to be Leroy's responsibility. You're to take care of him yourself, young man, understand? You bet. Yeah.
4: You better, because I know from experience, when a dog comes snooping around the kitchen for a bite, it ain't particular what it takes that bite out of. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't worry, Bertie. A dog is good for a boy. Yes, I recall the dog I owned when I was Leroy's age. Good old Hector. I can remember when he was a pup. <laughs>
7: what kind of a dog was he, Uncle Mort? Uh,
0: Hector was a pug dog. Yeah, You know, the kind that looks as if it's always standing with its nose against a butcher shop window.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, we had great times together, Hector and I. Almost broke my heart when I lost him.
7: Was he run over, Uncle?
0: No, Marjorie. He got too big to ride, and I traded him for a bicycle. <laughs> Yes. There's nothing like a little canine, pal. Oh! Oh, oh.
5: oh goodness mercy! What's going on in the cellar? Yes! What can it be? Oh, well. well, that? Well, it might be my new dog, Tiny. Oh,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. I, I wouldn't be a bit
5: surprised. I left him in the cellar till I told you on the idea. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, I think we better investigate this idea of yours, Leroy. Come on.
5: Sure, and when you see him? He's the cutest pup you ever saw. Oh,
0: really? Uh, uh, turn on the lights, Leroy. Thanks. Oh, my goodness. He's chewing up all my old clothes.
5: Here, Tiny. Come on away from there. You want to get sick? What? Here, Tiny. Here, Tiny. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: Get off of me with those dirty paws. E gods, look at the size of
2: tiny.
0: He must be a great day.
5: Uh, oh, no, Uncle, he's only half great day. What? The other half is St. Bernard.
2: St. Bernard.
4: <laughs> oh.
0: Oh boy!
5: Look at
2: that doggy! Yeah.
0: His idea of heaven is a back porch full of pork chops. Yeah. Look at him. The way he goes at it, you think meat grows on trees.
5: You to get another ten pounds on yes. Not
0: until I arrange for a wholesale rate at the butcher shop, Leroy. <laughs> get down, Tiny. Down. Every time he hears me mention butcher shop. Oh, quit licking my face, Heidi. And grab his tail, Leroy, before he knocks me over.
5: Get down, doggy. Come on. Yeah,
0: thanks. Hey, he's a smart dog. Every time he hears me say B U T C H E R, he wants to go chop choppy. You should have seen us down at the M E A T market. What happened? I tried to train him to carry the package home in his mouth. Didn't it work? No. Tiny thought it'd be easier to carry it home in his tummy. (laughs) Well, I guess you can't teach a new dog old tricks.
5: (laughs) Say, it's getting cold out here. Let's go inside.
0: Yes, all right. Come on, Tiny. You can sit beside the fireplace if you promise not to chew the rug for dessert. (coughs)
4: Don't keep that door open so long, please, Mr. Gillsleeve. This cold weather is hard on us tropical folks. (laughs) That's all
0: right, Bertie. Yeah, come on, Tiny, come on. Uh, quit sniffing on that
4: icebox, dog.
5: Ah, uh, Tiny, this way. No, no, keep away from the stove. I guess he's admiring your cooking, Bertie.
4: Well, he can admire till he's blue in the face, Leroy, but he ain't gonna get none that there roast. I'm not cooking myself to a shadow over a hot stove for no truck horse of a great Bernard.
0: <laughs> yes, look at that, Bertie. He loves you. Uh,
4: get away from me, dog, before I smack you with your skillet.
5: But he's just playing.
4: Well, if he takes one step closer, he's going to be playing a dog
0: hop. Come on, Tiny. Let's go into the living room.
5: The living
4: room? You going to turn that into a
5: kennel? Oh, no, Bertie. We'll be careful.
0: Careful, he says.
4: What does hundred and fifty pounds of giddy puppy know about being careful?
0: Now, don't get excited, Bertie. You just take care of the kitchen department. This dog is Leroy's responsibility, and I've got a feeling in my bones. Oh, I shouldn't have mentioned bones. They...
2: They get
0: him off of me, Leroy. They grab his collar.
2: Come on, Johnny, this way. Yeah.
0: Come on, Bertie. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to start training this pup not to jump up and lick you every time you mention F-O-O-D.
5: How do you do that, Uncle?
0: Well, you make him understand you're the master, Leroy. Look him straight in the eye and say, Look out for that ashtray. <laughs> oh, his tail brushed it off the end table. Sweep it in the fireplace, Leroy, before Bertie sees
5: it. Okay. Yeah. Gee, be careful, Tiny. Yes,
0: be careful, Tiny. Your tail will wag the room into a shambles.
5: Gee, maybe we can teach him to wag his tail up and down instead of from side to side.
0: I, I don't think it would work, Leroy. Why not? Well, I'm afraid that would go against the grain. <laughs>
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> he's not only smart, he's a mimic Now come on, Tiny, lay down like a nice little doggy. <laughs> oh, not over there, keep, keep away from that Christmas tree Look out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Of all the clumsy, fumble-footed hounds. Get him out of here quickly before he does any more damage. See, yes, Uncle Mort. Yes.
5: Come on, Tiny. you got to go out. Yeah. Sorry, old man. It'll take him a little while
0: to get accustomed to our furniture, Uncle Mort. Yes. Yeah. Well, will the furniture hold out that long? <laughs> Help me get this tree back on its feet.
5: Help! Stop that! Come here, come on Get
4: away from
0: me! Oh, now what? and I bet I know what it is.
5: Oh, do something. Quick, please. keep Bertie, what you doing standing in the sink?
4: It's that dog of yours, Leroy. Look.
5: Uh-oh. Uh, what did he do?
4: He just chewed up the roast I had ready for dinner, and now he's drooling at me. <laughs> Gee, do you
5: think Tiny will be all right out there in his new house
0: all night? Why not, Leroy? I know I'd welcome a nice, big, comfy, warm piano box if I happen to be a dog. On a night like this, thank goodness I'm not.
5: But don't you think he'll get lonesome?
0: <laughs> lonesome? Not if he keeps howling like that, he won't. But, su-
5: but suppose
2: somebody complains? Let him complain.
0: I've had a hard day trying to cope with that baby buffalo, and now I'm ready for bed.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll probably have a nightmare in which Tiny takes me for a walk, drag me along at the end of a leash.
2: Oh, that'd be awful.
0: I know it. That's what he did earlier this evening. (laughs) Well, uh, good night, Leroy. (laughs)
5: Gee, I wonder what that can be about at this hour of night.
0: You guess. Uh, Hello? Uh, Who? Yes, this is Mr. Gildersleeve. He's one of the neighbors. Uh, What dog are you talking about? Oh, that dog, yeah. No, it's my nephew's. No, it isn't my nephew, it's his dog. What? No, I won't take him in the house. I'm training him. Oh, yeah? I'd like to see you. Is that so? Well, you can go there yourself.
5: (laughs) want you to go, Uncle Morse. It's
0: neither here nor there, Leroy.
5: Oh. <laughs> oh, I know where it is. Get
0: quiet. Let's go to bed now. Yeah, oh, why did Alexander Graham Bell have to do this to me? Yeah, hello. Uh, look, mister, I've had enough out of you. If you don't bo- stop bothering me, I'm going to call the police. Oh, this is the police.
2: Uh, well, hello, Sergeant.
0: <laughs> what can I do for you? Oh, sure. I'll be glad to. Right away, Sergeant. Goodbye. Leroy, I've changed my mind about Tiny. You run along outside and bring him in. That'll keep him quiet.
5: Oh, boy. Can I keep him in my room, Uncle Mort?
0: You didn't think I'd let him sleep with me, did you? Oh, hello, Marjorie.
5: Hello,
7: Uncle Mort. Look what I found under the rug in my room. Three bones and an old corset.
0: Oh, more of Tiny's work.
7: Yes. We also ate all the flowers I received for Christmas. Two pairs of silk stockings and almost a pound of my bath soap. If
0: that dog did that... Oh,
5: he isn't a dog... He's an ostrich.
0: <laughs> now, now, my dear, we must have patience. Oh. Is that you, Leroy? Yeah, me and Tiny. I'm going
5: to take him upstairs to my
0: room. Fine. Good night, Leroy. Try Good night, Tiny.
5: Good night, Marge. Good night. Good
0: night, my dear. I'm going to bed myself. Oh my! I feel as tired as last month's lettuce. Uh, what's that? Uh, who is, who's there? Who's that under the bed? Is that you, Tiny? Oh, my, we always seem to meet. Oh, stop licking my face. Get out from under that bed, Tiny. Get up from there. No, no, don't stand up, you moose. Crawl out. (laughs)
2: Down, Tiny, down.
0: Uh, This is the last straw. I'll be doggone if this dog
2: isn't gone tomorrow. Of course
0: I'm up. I didn't sleep a wink all night.
2: How are you feeling, Uncle? Terrible.
0: That dog curled up under my bed and then the bed curled up.
5: <laughs>
0: he didn't give me a chance to shut an eye.
5: Did you try counting sheep?
0: I did, but Tiny kept chasing him around the room. <laughs>
5: Gee, that's too bad. It's all
0: right. We're going to take this poison puff back to Piggy Bank's house today.
5: But Uncle Morty... I won't like hear it. a word,
0: Leroy. Oh, I've got a splitting headache from lack of sleep. What time is it, anyway?
5: Gee, Uncle Mort, it's half past eleven already. What?
0: Out of my way, Leroy. I've got a nine o'clock appointment.
5: I think he's hungry again.
2: Yeah, again? Yes. Yeah.
0: No wonder Piggy gave him to you. Tiny's appetite is enough to break the banks. <laughs> In fact, we've got to find someone to palm him off on before he eats his out-of-house... See who it is, Leroy.
2: Sure, Uncle.
5: Say we are, Tiny.
0: Yeah, he will. Let's get
5: Hooker.
8: Well, good afternoon, folks. Well, look at the beautiful dog. Christmas present, Leroy? Yeah, isn't we a humdinger? Hello there, old boy. <laughs> How are you, pal? huh? Good old doggy. Sweet old
2: pup.
0: <laughs> isn't that disgusting?
8: Oh, don't you pay any attention to him, old boy. My, I wish I had a little puppy like you.
0: <laughs> oh, you do, eh? well... <laughs>
2: Why, uh, yes.
0: Did I say something wrong? Uh, better be careful, Judge, or we'll let him take you home.
2: <laughs> Why,
8: I'd be tickled to death to have him. How about it, old man? Want to come home with me and bite into a nice big juicy steak? Oh,
2: <laughs> now you've done Get it. Get this
8: elephant off of me. Oh, Cut that out, you. Stop, stop licking my face. Take
0: your feet off the nice man's shoulders.
8: Stop Get me up from here.
0: Uh, Call off your dog, Oh,
8: your dog. oh
2: Help
0: the judge. You? Yeah, uh, uh, now let me give you a hand up, hooker old
8: chap. Don't you hooker old chap me, Gildersleeve. That's a dangerous dog you got there. You're
0: telling me. He attacked me entirely without provocation.
5: He had plenty of provocation, Judge. You mentioned S-T-E-A-K. Yes,
0: Judge. This is smart dog. You got to spell out F-O-O-D. You can't pronounce what you're talking about.
5: Gee whiz, I guess the judge won't take him now,
8: Unc Oh, so that was your game Trying to stick me with his hamburger (laughs) hound Get away from me, tiny I'm glad I caught on in time What do you
0: mean, you caught on? Why, you couldn't catch on to a hippopotamus with a plunger in each hand Oh, I couldn't, huh? Look who's talking.
8: Chuck Morton P. Gildersleeve, the Summerfield
0: version of Dumbo. Oops. One more ill-bred remark, Judge Hooker, and the governor will be up all night trying to pick your successor. Go on,
8: go on. I'm not afraid of you, you big gas bag. Oops. Just about 97% hot air.
0: Is that so? Why, you little prehistoric dodo. Say, what's the other 3%?
8: Pure, unmitigated
0: gall Yeah, thanks very much Why, you little prehistoric dodo? I'm gonna pin your ear so far back You'll even look like a jackass That's
8: enough That's enough, I'm leaving Goodbye,
0: Leroy uh,
8: Are you sure you won't take Tiny, Judge? I wouldn't have him if you gave me the Mississippi River And threw in your uncle, besides <laughs> Goodbye, Tiny And if Gildersleeve doesn't feed you
2: right
0: bite him Yes, goodbye, Judge and the next time we meet, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, down, tiny,
2: wrong, tiny. Meat.
0: <laughs> oh well, I bet he wouldn't have given the dog a good home anyway.
4: Oh, Mister Gildsby, the Egg Man wants his money. Egg
0: Man? Oh yeah, send him in, Bertie. Hold on, the tiny Leroy. He probably likes eggs too. <laughs> <laughs> Come right in, sir. How much is the bill this week?
4: Two dollars and fifty-three. That
8: includes the chicken.
0: What's the matter, tiny? Don't you like chicken? Whoa, whoa. Yeah.
5: Hey, that's mighty fine-looking dog you got there, Sonny. Well, I'm beginning to have my doubts.
0: Oh, yes, yes. Isn't he a fine-looking dog, sir? Yes. I suppose you have a nice farm where a dog can romp to its heart's content. Uh, lots to eat, no trouble with the fussy neighbors.
8: No, ain't had fallen out with the neighbors since, uh, let me see... Yes, must have been the April of 1912. Yes. I remember its clear today, because Brian was running for the first third time. Yes. Then. Later,
0: Lum, later. Yes. Did I hear you express admiration for this imposing canine of yours? No, but How I certainly
8: it? liked that dog.
0: Yes, pardon me. Yes. Yes.
8: Reminds me of a hound a friend of mine gave me in 1906. Or was it 1907? Yes. No, 1907 was the year of the panic. Yes. And I got married that year, too.
0: Eh, <laughs> uh, what a year yeah. Oh, yes, twer We're oh, 07 Got the dog for a wedding present Yes, a dog makes a wonderful wedding present Oh uh-huh. I bet you'd like to have one like this To guard your uh, chickens at night
8: No, I don't need dogs for that Huh? Well, no, I ain't had a hen roost robbery Since the summer of 19 and 22 uh-huh. Or was it 19 Come, come
0: 22 and... is good enough for me uh-huh. <laughs> Do you think you could use this uh, nice dog?
8: Well, I certainly good I need companionship Huh? Uh, it gets kind of lonesome for me up at my place uh, All the children are grown, married, and got kids of their own
0: And scattered to the four winds, I suppose No,
8: nope, they're all sleeping and eating and fighting up at my place
2: <laughs>
8: See, that's why I need companionship yes.
0: Yes. Well, we find that city life is a little too uh, confining for Tiny here yes. We're looking for a good home out in the country for him
5: You'll take good care of him, won't you, Mr. Eggman? Of course you will
0: Yes, well, here's your money for the eggs now, let me get Tiny into your car. Here, come on, nice doggie.
5: <laughs> Gee, Uncle, he wants to stay with you.
0: He does? Uh, let me see. Oh, I know how we can get him to like you, Mr. Eggman. <clears throat> Suppose you tell me how you dispose of the livestock you raise on your farm.
8: Why, with the pigs, I smoke ham, skewer, bacon, grind sausage.
0: <laughs> That's right. Now you start toward the door. Uh, how about the cows? Oh, I make chip beef, smoke tongue, yeah. and liver sausage. <laughs> hey, there, folks, down
2: off me. I'm an old fellow here A-man.
0: You made a friend for life. Leroy, open the door.
2: Come on, honey. No, hey. stop. Head me. for the car. Go on.
0: Certainly peaceful around here since we became dogless. Hand me the newspaper, will you, Marjorie?
7: Here you are, Uncle. Uh,
0: Thanks. Uh, hmm. Local beauty to give kisses with each defense bond purchased. think I'll go downtown tomorrow and might buy a few bonds. For investment purposes, of course. (laughs) What's this? Marjorie, here's a picture of that dog, Tiny.
7: Tiny? Are you sure?
0: Sure, I'm sure. There can't be two dogs who look that hungry. Listen to this. Has anyone seen this dog? Lost, strayed, or stolen from the home of Cecil P. Upshaw, president of the Summerfield National Bank. A valuable young Saskatchewan moose hound.
2: <laughs>
0: reward offered for return. Oh, my goodness. Leroy! What is it,
2: Leroy?
0: Look at this paper. That dog is tiny. We've got to get him back to Mr. Upshaw.
5: Oh, gee, yes, that reward. Forget
0: the reward. You realize that a lot of people know we had that dog? We've got to return that reindeer spaniel before we're arrested for, for dog napping.
5: Yeah? and well, we better go right out to the Eggman's farm and get him back.
0: That's right. Uh, get your cap and coat. Where does he live?
7: I don't know. Do you, Margie? Want... The Eggman? No, no. He's been coming here every Thursday for the past 10 years, but he never
5: said where he lives.
0: Uh, does anybody know his name?
5: No, I don't.
2: Neither do I.
0: Well, come on anyway, Leroy.
5: Okay, but where are we going? We'll
0: just have to drag all the chicken coops in the countryside for that bird. The bird. That reminds me. Uh, Birdie? Yes,
5: Mr. Gil,
4: uh, Do you
0: know where the Man lives? Yes, sir. Oh, fine. Where?
4: On oh, a chicken farm. I know
0: that, but where? Do you happen to know his name?
4: Oh, just a second. I think I have it right Well,
0: that'll be a little help. Hey, don't forget your overcoat, Leroy.
4: Oh, I found it, Mr. Gillsleeve. I just looked on the side of the carton of eggs he brought today. Ah,
0: uh, that was using the old bean. Uh, what is his name?
4: His name is Grade
2: A Select.
0: <laughs> I never saw such a narrow road in my life.
5: Oh, look, Uncle Mort, here comes a load of hay. Make a wish.
0: Okay. I wish there was room for us to pass it. All right, bossy. Uh, Let us through the pasture, please, bossy. Oh,
2: shout, uncle, That ain't
5: no bossy. That's a boo. It is? Oh. Gee, let's give up,
0: uncle. Just this one barn, Leroy. Then I'm willing to call it quits. Uh, Hello in there.
8: Need and shout, mister. I'm right here.
5: Oh,
0: excuse me.
8: Uh, What is
5: it? We're
0: looking for a man who... Why, it's you!
8: Yeah,
5: hello, Mister Eggman. Do you is. remember that dog we gave you this afternoon? That big dog named Tiny. Sure, <laughs>
0: Well, we've got to have it back.
5: That's right. There's been some mistake.
0: And now we must return it.
8: I'm sorry, folks, but I can't do that.
5: You if...
0: can't. Why not?
8: Because that there dog of yours picked up and
0: ran away. That's why. Whoa. Quiet, Leroy. It's after midnight. Try not to wake anybody, including me.
5: What do you mean, Unc?
0: I'm practically walking in my sleep.
5: Oh, my tired. I certainly was one wild goose chase, Uncle Morris. Yeah, I
0: know it, Leroy. And your poor, tired, weary old uncle apologizes.
5: Skip it, Uncle. It was partly my fault.
0: Leroy, if we wanted to stand here and blame ourselves, we'd never get to bed. Good night. Good
2: night. Uh,
0: I don't think I'll bother to take my clothes off. Just my overcoat and hat and shoes. Well, I haven't the strength to get the coat off. Just the shoes and the hat. Won't hurt me to sleep in my hat for once. (laughs) Or my shoes. What's that? Great jumping jeeps. Tinies come home to roost. Well, here we are, Leroy. Come on, Tiny.
5: Gee, Uncle Mort, Mr. Upshaw has a big place, hasn't he?
0: Yes, very beautiful grounds, too. Just a second, I'll ask this gardener. I say, my good man, where can I find Mr. Cecil P. Upshaw? Why, Mr. Upshaw, what can I do for you? Oh, excuse me. My name is Gildersleeve. Mm-hmm. I brought a dog that I think is yours. Uh, Leroy, bring Tiny here. Oh, there,
5: Tiny,
0: take it easy. Yes. Yes, Why, because... uh, it is my dog. Good. Oh, thank you very much. Where's he been? That's too big a subject to go into now, brother. Someday I'm going to write a book about it. Why, oh, shame on you. Yeah. What do you mean by running away from home? <gasps> yeah. I'm greatly indebted to you, Mr. Gildersleeve. Please accept my sincerest thanks.
2: Gee, Uncle Woody
0: Ward. Uh, uh, Quietly, Roy. I didn't come here for any reward. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> the reward in the newspapers. Uh, yeah. If you'll wait where you are, I'll be right back. Uh-huh. Come on, boys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> goodbye,
5: Tiny. Yeah,
0: goodbye, Tiny.
5: Hey, Uncle, I wonder what the reward will be. Huh? I bet he'll give us a lot of money out of his bank.
0: Oh, no, Leroy. The most you can ever expect from a bank is a new calendar.
2: <laughs>
0: I won't be surprised if we get one left over from 1941. I'm sorry I took so long, Mr. Gildersleeve, but here's your reward. Uh, what? Hey, come here, boy. Uh, what? <laughs> Did you mean that after all the trouble we end to bring oh. your blasted big beagle back... You're returning him to us? Oh, no, this isn't Tiny.
2: This is his sister, Tootsie. <laughs> oh! Get down, Tootsie.
3: The Great Gildersleeve will be with us again in a few minutes. But right now, here's a timely New Year's resolution that's not hard to keep. And that's to cut down your food budget and do it in a very pleasant way. Here's how. Start using tomorrow delicious parquet margarine made by Kraft. Yes, using parquet margarine is one sure way to economize on food without sacrificing flavor or food value. You see, parquet margarine is no ordinary margarine. It's a delicious-tasting modern margarine that's rich in food elements your whole family needs. Yes, you'll like parquet's delicate, satisfying flavor, whether you use it at the table for pan frying or as a flavor shortening for baking. And you'll appreciate the fact that parquet margarine is such a nourishing, wholesome energy food and a reliable year-round source of vitamin A. That's why economizing with parquet margarine is no hardship but a mighty pleasant way to cut down your food budget. So in 1942, resolve to try wholesome, nourishing parquet margarine The modern margarine that tastes so good, yet costs so little. But remember, don't just ask for margarine. Ask for parquet margarine. Spelled P-A-R-K-A-Y.
0: So Marjorie, when we told Mr. Upshaw that we didn't want another dog, he gave us this.
5: Oh, isn't that a beautiful basket of fruit? Yeah, it's got just about every kind you ever heard of.
0: Yes, aren't those grapes luscious?
5: Oh, and that pineapple, so ripe and ready to eat. Personally, I like the bananas the best.
0: Yes. All in all, it's the most beautiful calendar the Summerfield National Bank has ever put out. <laughs> Happy New Year, folks. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>
3: original music heard on this program was composed and conducted by William Randolph. This is Jim Bannon speaking for the Kraft Cheese Company and inviting you to be with us again next week for the further adventures of The Great Gildersleeve. This is the National Broadcasting
1: Company. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.